Next on BYU Sports Nation, the best of the best. Which BYU team deserves the title of greatest ever across all sports? Jacob Brugman gets the call up to the bigs and delivers. And where was Eric Mika's latest NBA workout? Plus how BYU is making a major impact for Team USA. National champion quarterback Blaine Fowler on the greatest team ever. And a 12-second movie review of Wonder Woman. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Monday, we are back to work on June 12th, wherever and however you're dialed in. It's great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with Invisible Jet pilot, Jerem Jordan. Yeah, that wasn't in the movie, which I will review in a moment. Uh, saw Wonder Woman, really liked it, but I'll tell you in my movie review okay. in a moment. It's, it is sad that today's the last day of the NBA season. And you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Warriors are going to win tonight in Game 5. Thankfully, we got to extend it until at least today, right? We being the officials. Yes, yeah, yes, exactly. absolutely. That's a technical foul on Draymond Green. Wait, no, I mean, that is not a technical the foul. The first was on this guy. On Draymond Green. Yeah, that, that's a, not, even the WCC refs are like, what? That's weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. the West Coast Conference refs are like, man, those guys are really bad. <laughs> man, I, I don't know. This, this guy's can't officiate. Not it's a good look weird. for the NBA when that happens. Good grief. Very ridiculous. Yeah. It was very ridiculous. Yeah, that's right. That was out of control. Thank you, Ben. Fun game to watch on Friday night in the NBA Finals that extended it to Monday. And like you said, it gave us one more day of basketball. Yeah, one more day of hoops, which is great. And then uh, the long... Uh, the long, dreary summer. You had some time off. so Not, that you could. We have a lot going on. You had some time off so that you could go and watch a movie in between NBA Finals games. Yeah, that's right. And I saw Wonder Woman. We've done this once before with Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And here we are. Oh, we did it with Fate of the Furious too. We've done it twice with Fate of the Furious <laughs> as well. And here we are with number three. Kay? Fate of the Furious was so good that Jaron forgot about it. Okay, it's a 12-second movie review. Hit it. I saw Wonder Woman. It was fantastic. The movie's really good. Also really good. Gal Gadot, fun to watch in this character. Action solid. Set in World War One. What's better than superheroes versus Germans? Chris Pine's basically the Star Trek guy in this. Go see Wonder Woman. Wow. Chris Pine is Captain Kirk? He's basically Captain Kirk, like the same character. So on a scale of Jay Keeps to Jimmer Fredette, okay, Wonder Woman is the 2006 BYU football season. Wow, pretty good. A promising start, but a little slow. Maybe you're hoping it mo- Remember the one and two start, then they went uh-huh. ten games in a row? Okay. Uh-huh. Not a ton of pre-movie expectations for this one. It's a DC movie, so you're like, it produced like hot garbage recently. <laughs> but they went ten in a row. Great run to the finish. Epic finish, in fact. Fantastic. Go see Wonder Woman. The movie was also great. The same production company that produced Batman versus Superman. Correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, this was not Zack Snyder directing. Yeah. That was the biggest difference. Yeah. Wow. Although I did enjoy those movies. I just didn't think they were good movies. Does that make... Like, I love... I grew up loving Transformers cartoon, Optimus Prime. Those movies aren't good movies. The first but one I inter- thought was pretty the, good. Or, yes, the first one was good. But they're entertaining. They're fun. They're like that weird relative. You still love them, but they have their quirks, right? Like, you go to the family union, you say hi, and you're like, I really don't want to talk with that person the rest of the time here. <laughs> Everyone knows good to see that you, person. But I don't want to see Is you it? again for a very long time. It's nice for you to see me. 
<laughs> Awkward family reunion moments brought to you by Jerem Jordan. And sponsor. let's bring on the headlines. <laughs> it's your BYU Sports Nation headline. Jacob Brugman made his major league debut Friday Dude. night for the Oakland Athletics. Don't sleep on the White Elephants. Played four games over the weekend, going six for 16 with two runs batted in, including a fantastic catch in left field. Not a bad weekend for Jacob Brugman in his Major League debut. And it also includes our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Jacob Brugman went from batting ninth in his first game to eighth, seventh, and then leading off in his first four games with the A's. So he... He starts out as batting ninth. He ends up leading off in the fourth game. He went 0 for his first day, but he's gone 6 for 12 the last three games. I mean, fanta- barring hitting homers and what? I mean, just getting up to the plate, having solid at-bats, playing solid in the field. He had a fantastic first weekend there in Tampa Bay. Congratulations to Jacob Very Brugman. Cool. He will join us tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation. We'll ask him all about that weekend debut. And tonight is the beginning of the Major League Baseball draft. Rounds 1 through 2, tomorrow rounds 3 through 10, then 11 through 40 on Wednesday. There, there are some Cougars that expect to be taken. Brock Hale, one of those, he will join us as well tomorrow. So that's exciting. Shake Collinsworth took fourth in the 800 at the NCAA Track and Field Championships in Tracktown, USA, Eugene, Oregon, besting her 800 time by half a second from last year. Congratulations. Cougars also had two other top 10 finishes. Jacob Hesslington, 10th place in the steeplechase, and Clayton Young, 10th in the men's 5,000. Andrea Stapleton finished 16th in the women's high jump at 5'10". So another fantastic uh, showing for BYU men and women's track and field in Eugene, congrats to the Cougars on another great season. Fifteen different BYU track and field stars made the trips to the finals. Eric Mika worked out for the Sacramento Kings for the second time on Saturday. Is that a good thing? The Jimmerless Sacramento <laughs> Kings. He wore number seven in that workout, the same number that Jimmer Fredette wore. That, I don't think this is a coincidence. I really don't. Somebody set that up, right? <laughs> Put Mika in number seven. Isn't seven It'll be hilarious. like perfection or something? That's the anti-perfection number in Sacramento. Ashley Hatch currently playing, as we speak, it just kicked off, uh, in Sweden for the USA U23 national team at Sweden. Hatch earned her second start of the trip. We will update the score for you. Hopefully Hatch can uh, muster the Team USA mojo from LS Teca last night. Is U.S. tied Mexico. Fantastic. Big point. Big point. Fantastic result for the U.S. Rise and shout. Time for What's Trending, brought to you by Ahern Rentals. Your next job is our priority. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. Get ready for a superlative. The greatest team ever. One of the greatest basketball teams ever compiled will take the floor tonight and in all likelihood win another NBA Finals championship. The Golden State Warriors are so good, they have created one of the hottest sports debates, really, of our time. Are they the greatest NBA team ever? Would they beat the 1996 Chicago Bulls, led by Michael Jordan, that went 72-10? and 10? Some of you are ready to shout sports blasphemy at such a suggestion, right? Oh, challenging the status quo is not welcome? Yes, it is. Absolutely it is. Uh, And we've got news for you. The romanticized Chicago Bulls would probably be an underdog in a playoff series against the 2016 Warriors. I'd love for Vegas to give us that line. That'd be fun. We're not going to debate the NBA today, but we've been stewing on the idea of greatest teams for a little while now. Yes, Brian. 
and have taken it to the realm <laughs> of BYU Sports Nation. But why limit it to one sport? Bring on the Twitter question. What's the greatest BYU team any sport ever? What's the greatest BYU team any sport ever? Use the hashtag BYUSN. We're looking for sport and year. Okay, so you got to ID the best team in that specific year. Okay, at Kipkint. In week three of 96, BYU dropped from number 14 all the way out and still finished number five. Win over Washington would have been 16-0 and and only Bowl Alliance Buster. 15-0, right? But, would have been 15 yeah, correct. But, but still, that would have been – had BYU gone undefeated that year and won the national title, Oh, you could argue that, that – I still think – I think that team's in the mix, but I don't think that is the team. What do you think? I'm going with a football team and not the one that everybody's thinking, yeah, yeah, we know the answer. The year before BYU won the national championship. You've brought this up on the show. We've discussed this off the air. And I – I, I don't I don't agree with this preface, but it's a lot closer than I thought previously. 1983 mm. BYU football went 11 and one. They won 11 straight games after dropping the opener against Baylor, a team that was ranked in the top 20 in the 1983 season, 40 to 36. BYU then in the following weeks. Picks up two road wins against teams that finished in the top 20. Back-to-back weeks. BYU won at Air Force, and then they won in the Rose Bowl at UCLA. Back-to-back road wins against teams that weren't just ranked at the time. Teams that finished the season ranked. And that that's really important. We don't talk about that as much as we talk about what they were ranked at the time. Which we're all prisoners of the moment in that moment, right? Okay, I I really like that pick. I think '83 is maybe the most underrated football team or team BYU's ever had. Not to mention Steve Young was the quarterback and he was the runner up. I remember up, that guy. Runner up for the Heisman Trophy. BYU finished that season ranked number seven. They mm. went from unranked at the time that was the greatest BYU football team ever to number seven. Unranked to number seven with two wins on the road against teams that finished in the top twenty, and they set up the national championship run the following year. Guess what? Yeah. A lot of those guys we talk about that were so great on the 84 national championship team also played on the 1983 BYU football team. And that team set up the 84 team, right? Which somehow came in unranked to the season. And I think the 1984 BYU football team was the greatest team in any sport in BYU history. There are no trophies in the BYU football offices for what the 83 team did other than the Holiday Bowl. But there is a national championship trophy. In the sport that rules collegiate athletics and is the most popular at Brigham Young, there was a team that went undefeated and that won the national title. To me, the 84 team is the best team in BYU history. To me, it's kind of hard to argue against this. I really I do like your pick. The Cougars had a different quarterback. They got it done. But, yeah, it's almost the same team. I mean, 83 and 84 had a lot of the same guys. In fact, a member of, one of, those team, uh, of both of those teams, Blaine Fowler, will join us coming up. That team was so good. I think it's hard to go against that team. But I do want to mention a couple others. 96 football, 83 football. To me, those are the top three football teams BYU's ever produced. Honorable mention for me, 1981 basketball. Danny Ainge beats UCLA and Notre Dame in the NCAA tournament. UCLA and Notre Dame, okay? It's greater than what Jimmer Fredette and Jackson Emery's team did in 2011 because 
they beat Wofford and Gonzaga, both yes. double-digit seeds. When you compare them in the yeah. NCAA tournament, yeah. you're right. 81 yeah. has a more impressive resume. And Danny Ainge had the most iconic play in BYU basketball history. The buzzer-beating, uh, I guess it was almost a buzzer-beating play against Notre Dame, is always played during the NCAA tournament. Every year, it is played. It's iconic. It's amazing. Danny Ainge is the best player that's ever played here. Jimmer number two to me. I think 81 uh, basketball is up there. And then the 1999 men's volleyball team lost one match. Of course, you got to get volleyball in there. 30 and one. They were unbelievable. Ryan Millar, Ossie Antonetti, Hector LeBron, Mac Wilson. Those guys were amazing. Those guys were truly amazing. I think think Sean Olmstead was a red shirt on that team, if I'm not mistaken. My honorable mention goes back to hoops. Sorry, 2001 was later for sure. And I'm going with 2011 BYU basketball, led by Jimmer Fredette. And let us not forget that this team, with Brandon Davies in the mix, was being projected as a number one seed in the NCAA tournament after that win at San Diego State. BYU beat San Diego State twice. The Aztecs were ranked in the top ten both times. Riding high, a projected number one seed. So while Danny Ainge got BYU farther in the tournament than they had ever been with those impressive wins, when you look at the whole resume of what 2011 BYU basketball did with Brandon Davies in the lineup, I don't know that there's ever been a more talented BYU basketball team. And I know that's like a stipulation. Oh, no, 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 no. There, were, there was more talent on that. No, you had like one pro player. The 81 team had, like, a bunch of pro players. Wait, wait. BYU had two pro players on the 2011 team. Yeah. Brandon Davies and Jimmer Fredette. Okay, I'll raise your two and see you with, like, four, five, six. That 81 team was stacked, dude. Different game. Different game, different time. Wait, so the Bulls are better than the Warriors? And more rounds rounds drafted for the NBA in 1981. Way more. No, no, no. But guys that played in Europe, guys, but the whole – like, if you're going to tell me Brandon Davies as a pro, I got other pros. 80, 81 beat better teams and had more pro Does players. Does 2011 yeah. beat 81 head-to-head? I don't think so. Because you have, like, Logan Magnuson out there. I have Greg Kite no, who no, played no. for the Brandon, Celtics. Dude. I have Brandon Davies, <laughs> not Logan Magnuson. No, Logan Magnuson was a starter. I understand that. On that BYU team. Steven Rogers. I got... My my eighty one team takes twenty eleven basketball. Wow! <laughs> I don't. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. I don't know. Absolutely. Danny Angers, Jimmer for dead. Twitter question today: What's the greatest BYU team any sport ever? You can tell the juices are flowing. Number of responses in for the national championship football team. We'll find out what Blaine Fowler thinks. He played on the eighty three and eighty four football teams. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Ahern Rental. Your next job is our priority. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Happy Monday, BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation rolling right now on Twitter. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Cannot wait to hear from all of you and what you think about today's Twitter conversation. My favorite thing is we debate something, and then I need to look something up. So during the break, we're both like, trying to get data against each other. Yeah, it's awesome. June 23rd, take that for data. June 23rd, 
BYU Sports Nation has a two-hour special from 12 to 2 Eastern time uh, on BYU Football Media Day, Friday, June 23rd. That's coming up. That's next week, people. Not to mention fantastic programming throughout the day, web chats, uh, the Lavelle Edwards coaching tree, state of the program. It's going to be a great day. Friday, June 23rd, come hang out with us. Twitter question today, what is the greatest BYU team any sport ever? Ever. Download the podcast to hear our initial thoughts from the opening segment. At 86WICoog tweets in, 1999 National Championship Men's Volleyball. 30 wins. 20 of them by sweep. Also, honorable mentions from at 86WICoog, 81 Men's Golf. Yes. That is that a team t- was that amazing. Is, to me, that's one of the top five greatest teams in BYU sports history. That's the first team, I believe, that won an outright national championship for BYU. Let's check that. I think 70 men's track won. Oh, men's track. Yeah. Okay. I, but, but still, the, the idea of winning a national title in, in that era, and a lot of pros from that team, too. That's oh, the man. first team in the 80s to win a national championship. Yeah, Ed Eyestone, football, they were all after men's golf. <laughs> Women's cross country, 86. 1996 BYU football. Win. Oh, 86 point yeah. win. Sorry. They won three. They won 97, 01, 04, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, the t- 2001 women's cross country team. Okay, man, yeah. there's a lot of there are a lot of numbers happening in this tweet. <laughs> How they man. cram them into all the characters? I, I don't know. 96 football, not national championship, but I think the best team. You know, and the only New Year's Day bowl. True. Although a national championship certainly helps. Joining us now in Studio B, a man who played for both of the teams that Jeremy and I picked as our greatest BYU teams ever, 1983 and 1984 football, Blaine Fowler. Blaine. Oh, Blaine. So the, so the, some context you know, I know. So the criteria, it depends on how you set up your criteria. Because I feel like to be included in this, you have to finish. You have to finish the season. You know? And then I also look and say, so it's a combination of how did you play, were you relevant on the national landscape, and how many people from that team went on and played at the next level, whether it's golf. Like, I, I didn't even think about that 81 golf team. Oh, they were around, amazing. I think they had three PGA players yes. that were good on the PGA yes. Tour off that team. So i got to throw that one in my top five. I forgot about that. Whoever tweeted that out, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Keith but, Clearwater, Mike Reed. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That team I mean, was amazing. It was a great team. So we got to give some credit there. And then I go back and think about some of the track teams that had Ed Eyestone and, and uh, um, that whole group on it that were so good. You know, so I – but that, that golf one's a good one. we got, we got to put them up there in the top five. Okay, Blaine. But, golf's in the top five. What's but, your greatest I, BYU team ever? I want to get on an argument you guys had about Okay, basketball. all right. But my yes. number one team is, is going to be the 84 National Championship team because they finished, because they were relevant on a national scale. Everybody was talking about it. And because if you look at the number of guys that went and played in the NFL that played on that football team, it was double digits. I'm trying to think. I think it was about 15 guys from that team as I was going through the roster that ended up in the NFL from that team. All those guys played on the 83 team, though, too, right? A lot of them were on the 83 team. <laughs> and, some of them, and, and, what, and some of them carried over to the 85 team. The 85 team was unbelievably talented as well. And a couple of turnovers away from – I thought going into 85, if we could keep everybody healthy, we could repeat. Wow. Because of the talent that was back on that team. And so there was a period of time, 80, 
83, 84, 85, were, there was an unbelievable amount of talent on that football team and a lot of guys that went on and played and had big-time careers in the NFL. And I'm thinking about not just, hey, they went and played for a couple years. You're talking about you know, off that 83 team, Steve Young was one of the greatest that ever played the game. But, but how about Leon White and, and playing you know, double-digit seasons in the NFL and starting in Super Bowls and Kurt Govea, who was a pro bowler. and play, you know. So we're not talking about just guys that went on and played a little bit in the league. We're talking about guys that played for a long time and that were at a high, high level and respected in the league. So I, got, I have to go with 84 because that team finished the job, so they got it done. But now back to this basketball discussion. Okay. So 81 now, or 2011? So the, the top two ever. It's just which is yeah. number one. So 81, Fred Roberts, longtime NBA guy. Not, not over in Europe playing, NBA guy okay. that was a contributor okay. to NBA. Greg Kite, longtime NBA guy that, that played as a backup, but to some really, really good centers. We'd take a backup Dan, in the league Danny right Ainge, now. not just, oh, he played in the league. One of the best players in the league for a long time, an all-star. So how are we going to compare 11 to that? 81 has more NBA big-time guys. Yeah, I give you Brandon Davies, and he's a fantastic player. Jimmer is one of the greatest that have ever played here. But if I play those two teams against each other, Jimmer, can guard, Jimmer can't guard Danny, but Danny could guard Jimmer. Truer words and, and have I'm never not, been spoken and, on this program. And I'm not sure that Jackson could guard Danny. Yeah, can Jackson guard Danny? Because that's BYU's best defender right. ever, right? And then, and then can Jimmer guard Steve Craig? I think Steve Craig can can get out there and do pretty good. But then then who guards Fred and who who stops Greg from being, you know, and Greg's in there as a, as a shot blocker and a rim protector inside. And Steve Trumbo, who I think was an NBA talent, but he took his language skills, being able to speak Spanish, and he went over and he was an international superstar for years and, and made a tremendous career over there. I think he could have been a backup player in the NBA for a decade. He was that good, but chose to be a superstar over in Spain and raised his family over there and had endorsement deals and all kinds of things. He was a great player. And so, I don't know, that 81 team is as talented a basketball team as BYU's ever had top to bottom. Yet 30 years later, you, you just told me and during the break, if BYU has Brandon Davies, they probably go to the they, final four. They go four. to the final four. And here's the deal, guys. A final four basketball team to me, I hate to say this because of my my heritage, but a Final Four basketball team, because you have to play your way through and in the level of talent now, to me, trumps the national championship back then in football. Now you've got to play your way. BYU wins a national championship in football now. That's different. So why does a 2011 Final Four run, hypothetical, of course, not trump 81 going to the Elite Eight? Because... It's also about matchups. And remember that BYU had to play Ralph Sampson in Virginia in the Elite Eight. And, and, and BYU, I think if they have Brandon Davies, they go to the Final Four. I really believe that. Um, but, again, my criteria is they got to finish the job. So they didn't get as far as that 81 team. They didn't have – there may be one guy short of as many NBA guys. Um, and, and, and Danny was – oh, man. He was, he was not only – an offense, a guy that could score at will and do whatever he wanted offensively. But he was a six-five guy that could guard, and was one of the best defensive guards in the NBA for a lot of years. So there's, as an all-around player, is there anybody that's ever been better here at BYU? I say the, no. The goat, the goat at BYU. Yeah. Jimmer, no, greatest no scorer here ever. Um, and, and, and Jimmer and Danny, caught the national conscience like nobody's business. Like Jimmer was he benefited from the era oh, in which he played, which it, was great. It was unbelievable. I would go home to New York or go do a game in another league, and people that have nothing to do with BYU would go, "Oh my gosh, Jimmer, is this the is this the most exciting? You get to cover them, don't you?" And I go, "Yeah, I do." And they go, "Oh my gosh, that's got to be fun." And I have to say, my 
the most fun I've ever had broadcasting was Jimmer's senior year. Hands down. It was unbelievable. It was so it, fun. It was a phenomenon. It was a circus. It was so fun. But, <laughs> but I still got to give it to Danny as the greatest of all time at BYU. ESPN a few years ago. And nothing to, to take away from Kresmir Chozic and that group yeah. that are before that, but let's just call it in the modern era. Danny's the greatest of all time. Early 2000s, I think it was, ESPN produced this series of <laughs> made-up games where they would be like, 90, you know, in this situation, they'd be like 81 men's hoops versus 2011. And they would edit together this <laughs> scenario in which the game played that out. That would be fun. To me, that'd be amazing if we had like 83 versus 84 foot, 96 versus 84 football, 2011 versus 81. Like if we did some bracket challenge or whatever, but it was it's, funny because you'd see, you'd see, you know, some, uh, you know, Terrell Owens catch a pass and then some old Packers safety come up and make a tackle. Or whatever. It was amazing. It, it, like, I talk to my own kids, and we have these discussions about the greatest guys in the NBA of all time. And they go, well, a guy I know from, Gavin's I, pretty passionate that it's not LeBron. Oh, yeah, it's not. I know that. We all agree it's not <laughs> LeBron. It's MJ. We all agree with that. But then the question comes up, does the skill set transfer? And the same question, does the 81 guy's skill set transfer to right now? I'm telling you, Fred Roberts at 6'10 that can run up and down the floor and shoot with range and, and finish and defend. Yeah, he translates right now. He could play right now. And you don't think that Danny Ainge could play right now at 6'5 that can handle the ball, score yeah. from all over the court? It transfers right now. So 80's not so far back in the distant past that we go, yeah, but athletically they can't match up with these guys today. No, those guys match up just fine. We. I made Gavin watch highlights of Magic Johnson last night <laughs> because he's like, well, LeBron, you know, similar in size. And I showed him Magic, and he was just like, whoa, yeah, he can play right now. Like, he handles the ball as well as anybody yes. at six nine could defend. And so it's this. Oh, but that's a different era. Eighty is not far enough back. No, it's that not. that era could not play with this era. And then like, give, give like, them today's training techniques and all that. Yeah. Yeah, come on. I mean, that 81 team could line up against the 2011 team. They'd be just fine. Like, Bill Russell to now does not translate. Like, Bill Russell would right. be in, like a nice power forward for the Celtics. And he, he wouldn't and be he like is, an all time. What he did, you can't discount with 13 championships and national championships. Amazing. But his skill set athletically doesn't translate. But the 81 basketball team skill set translates to right now. They'd be fine. We're going to call a timeout on BYU Sports Nation, continue with Blaine in just a moment, but not before some breaking news. BYU Sports Nation breaking news. Ashley Hatch, the number two overall pick in the National Women's Soccer League, playing for Team USA's under-23 squad right now against Sweden, just scored in oh. the 18th minute. Goal! Okay, stop. <laughs> okay, stop, stop. <laughs> that, that reminds me of when Jerem was in... <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is out of control. Did he take a breath yet? He's taking a breath. He snuck one in there somewhere. That reminds me when he was in Pirates of Penzance. He snuck one in there somewhere. He held that note in Pirates of Penzance. Ashley Hatch. Goal, 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 goal. You know how many people (laughs) are so annoyed with you right now? (laughs) What is wrong with him? What show was that first time tuning in? Is it Dumb and Dumber where he says the most annoying sound in the world, and then he just does that? Mm -hmm. Worse. That was worse. (laughs) That was worse. worse. He just called every uh, Hispanic... Soccer. No, nobody holds play? it that no, long. No, and your cadence. Nobody that in the history. <laughs> nobody in the history of soccer ever held it that long. Ashley Hatch just scored for the U.S. Women's Under Twenty Three National Team. They're up one nice. nil. Very nicely done. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's reset a little bit now. 
Clear the senses. Can you still hear, I got Blaine? plenty of breath. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little <laughs> disturbed right now. I don't know what. I don't even know what. I don't even know what's going on right now. Oh, my goodness. That's the goodness. mantra of our show. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, we need Blaine's <laughs> golden tones to help us out with something else that we generally do every day. Hit it! Countdown to the Viking. 75. Nailed it. 75 days away. I didn't harmonize. I needed to go a third higher, but I just didn't dare do it on the air. It's Next okay. Time. The unison still, sounds really we, we clean have, and crisp. We have to practice that before we do it on yeah. the air. You the know? harmonized yeah. version. I think, I think that was we, better than the men's course at, on campus. At the break, we were going to do it, and then I thought, you know, I'll go third up. And then I just thought, it's really, really risky on the air. So I didn't do it. But next time yeah. we will. Yeah. Yeah, th- this coming from a guy who's not risky. Threw a halfback toss in the first play of the 84 <laughs> season. <laughs> and got smacked in the face by Chris Dolan. All good. Oh, got Chris back Dolan? up. Oh, yeah. He nice. Put, he put up a got ball back up. thing on my shit. Oh, wow. Your tweets coming up in response to our question. Greatest BYU team ever across any sport. Plus, Kyle Van Noy's got some new bling. Yes, he does. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio. Simulcast on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere. Blaine Fowler, national champion quarterback for 1984 BYU football, just joined us. Offered his opinion on the greatest BYU team ever across any sport. What a homer. He thought it was the team he played on. (laughs) Well, the funny thing is, both of the teams that we picked... He played he on. on. I'm just kidding. He played on. And, of yeah. course, he would pick 81 basketball over 2011 basketball because those were his homeboys in 81, right? Yeah. Yeah, he ab- was here. Absolutely. He was on campus. Danny Ainge and yeah. Fred Roberts and Greg Kite. That was an amazing team. It just It's one of those you can never do it. It's hard for teams in different eras, 30 years apart, to play each other and be like, oh, what would happen? What would happen? But, you know, it's a fun conversation. Yeah, I th- yeah it is a fun conversation. Um, and I appreciate Blaine coming in and backing me up on Download that. Download the podcast. Do it. To hear all of that. Download it. Do it now. Three, two, one, go. Do it. Download it. Let's also refresh today's BYU Sports Nation headlines. Jacob Brugman made his major league debut Friday night for the Oakland Athletics, played four games over the weekend, and listen to this. From the plate, went 6-for-16 with two runs batted in, including a fantastic catch defensively in left field. He went from batting ninth in game one to eighth to seventh, And then he was leading off in the final game of the series. Awesome. Shake Collinsworth took fourth place in the 800 at the NCAA Track and Field Championships over the weekend, besting her 800 time by half a second from last year. The Cougars also had two other top ten finishes. Jacob Hesslington, 10th in the steeplechase. Clayton Young, 10th in the men's 5,000. Andrea Stapleton, 16th, by the way, in the women's high jump at 5'10". 5'10". My goodness. Isn't... So she can jump over you? I'm, I'm kidding. I'm six foot. I'm kidding. I'm 5'12". <laughs> Someone asked Kevin Garnett one time, what's it like to be a seven-footer? He said, I don't know. I'm 6'12". Oh, that's a fantastic answer. I have no idea. KG. Nate Austin claimed to not be a seven-footer. We have a shoe on the set down there. Eric Mika worked out for the Sacramento Kings for the second time on Saturday. Ironically, he wore number seven in that workout, the same number Jimmer Fredette wore while playing with the Kings of Sacramento. And Ashley Hatch is currently playing for the USA U23 national team at Sweden. This is her second start on the trip, and Hatch scored the first goal of the match in the 18th minute just moments ago. Uh, Very cool. Ashley Hatch in Sweden scoring a goal. My goodness. Twitter question today. What is the greatest BYU team any sport Ever. It's time that we hear from you, BYU Sports Nation, and go to the Twitter machine. 
Tweet, tweet. Okay, here we go. At Hey Joe Jr. 23, the 2016-17 special teams. What? They got Johnny Linehan out of the end zone on 4th and 19. <laughs> Hashtag 4th and a lot more. No! No. 4th and no more. Come on. This Come isn't on, about Johnny, by the way, either. Yeah, we love to do with Johnny. Johnny. This is not an attack on Johnny. It's 4th and 19. We're tired we of 4th and 19 being mentioned in every stinking show that we do. The first personal foul actually went to Steve Kerr upon review. I just want to mention that, okay? It wasn't on Johnny. It was on Steve Kerr. <laughs> what the heck? 4th and no more, people. 4th and no more. And no mo. 4th and no mo. Come on. Gravy. Of course we start the Twitter question off with an answer that features 4th and 19. These are getting through the wickets of our goalie as well. Come on. Into the show. Come on. <laughs> At the wheat says, that, that's not the wheat, okay? At too many lib share is what tweet. it is. Tweet, yes. So I'm like, <laughs> At the wheat. No. Yeah, it's what's yeah, written yeah. In, the I know, script, I know, I know. in front of me. What script? Rugby 2015. BYU Rugby 2015. That, yeah, that was a great team. That was a great team. At Carter JA92, BYU Football 2018. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tanner Mangum Senior Year. Intense music, please. Tanner Mangum Senior Year. At Black Goose 13, BYU Football 1922 26. Boney Fuller was unstoppable. Listen, uh, Boney was one of the greatest players no one ever talks about in BYU football history. The uh, agility, the. Ability to run the rock, the smarts, the high motor. Oh, he's Boney Fuller has the wit original, is unmatched. The wit to uh, not only get through the Great Depression but also play football was amazing. From one Boney Fuller, one of the greatest unmentioned BYU football players ever. At Cougar underscore Nate says nineteen eighty four football. It doesn't get any bigger than national champions in football. Eighty four, baby. At Roland Hall, Jerem's intramural b-ball team, hashtag threes for days. Oh, good grief. Of course you would put that in there. That's right. The, the <laughs> RB had to install a uh, sprinkler system due to the amount of threes um, from my team. It, just, it was raining a lot. They had to you know, make sure it was organized and uh, met the code. At CL underscore living, finally, 1983 BYU football. How'd that one get in there? Began a 25-game winning streak, including the national championship that team in 83 was essentially the 84 team but with steve young as the quarterback i think 83 is not going to win this no because uh, they weren't the national champions right but the point is 83 to me is the greatest season we don't talk about being the greatest season i i feel you on that you want to talk about all the reasons we talk about quality wins right the 84 teams like well they beat third-ranked pittsburgh Pittsburgh won three games that year. <laughs> Pittsburgh won three Pittsburgh games stunk. in 1984. Yeah. Who did BYU beat in 1984 that compares to what they pulled off in 1983? This is why football is different than basketball. Because basketball, it don't matter in the regular season. It's all about the tournament. Beat. It's all about the tournament. That's why, to me, 81 beats 2011. Because <sighs> they, had, uh, they ended in the same place, but they had better wins. Think about the t- the names. Princeton at the time was the first round game, by the way. Princeton was a much better program than they are now. There were only 32 teams, I believe, in the NCAA. Oh, 48. 48. 48 in the NCAA tournament. UCLA. UCLA and Notre Dame, dude. Woo! UCLA in the 80s. That a baby? 
BYU was a six seed that year in that 48-team tournament. Yeah. No question. They were that still built was like an unbelievable BYU basketball team. I just look at what I think BYU for sure is. I agree with Blaine Fowler. They're a Final Four team if Brandon Davies is playing with them through the NCAA tournament. We, we, they might be a number one seed. I want a 30 for 30 on that team. Would BYU have been a number one seed in the NCAA tournament had Brandon Davies stayed with the team? New Mexico had BYU's number at the time. And the Davies news came out on, a, I believe, a Tuesday night, if I'm not mistaken. And BYU played New Mexico on a Wednesday or Wednesday, Thursday. BYU had no tank and no gas in the tank, lost that game. I, I wonder if BYU wins that, you know, yeah, not, not sure. But that you're right, that 83 football team, oh. we looked it up one time. We, we go, what are the greatest wins by finished rank in the AP poll ever? And I think the 83 team is Has the two best of them. by – that metric. They have two. But what is wins the greatest metric of on the all? road? What is what is the greatest metric? Tell me. Well, on the surface, it's you won the national championship, right? The you finished as the number one team in the country. Record. Yes. Your record. So I, see, the pollsters could have said you're not the number one team, but if BYU goes undefeated, it's like, hey, that's an undefeated. BYU team. doesn't win a national championship in '84 if not for what was set up by the 1983 team. Yeah. They were noticed. They, yeah, were, they were relevant because of well, what 83 was doing. Well, 84 earned their way there. 83 finished seventh. That 84 team was unranked to start the season. So 84 had to earn it. Because fact, they lost Steve Young. In fact, Auburn, Auburn was the first team with Cam Newton since BYU to start unranked and then win the national title. It's always a team that starts ranked, unless you're BYU in 84 or Auburn a few years ago with Cam Newton. Man, not bad. 1983 and 84. Essentially the same team on a lot of accords, other than Steve Young and Robbie Bosco were the two quarterbacks. Kind of a big difference, too. Yes. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, hashtag this. Kyle Van Noy's got some new bling and more of your tweets. Greatest BYU team ever. Yeah, there's Boney. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back. BYU Sports Nation continues live from Studio B. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV. You know the time, but I'll tell you again anyway. 6 p.m. Eastern. June 23rd, BYU Football Media Day. Come hang out with us. It's going to be a great day. We're going to have web chats. We're going to have multiple programs throughout the day. It's going to be amazing. Check out uh, BYU TV, BYU Radio on June 23rd. And people, that is next week. That is next week, and it's going to be all day. Come hang out with us. By the way, if you, you're like, oh, man, I want to watch Day of the Program, but I've got to, I've got to work, you can always access this stuff on the BYU TV app or BYUtv.org. It's free. It's free 90 free, people. And, and as soon as the program starts, you, you can rewind it at that point. You can just pause it. It's fantastic. On demand. You can actually go into the future and see the results of the BYU football season. Isn't that crazy? That's not true. 2018, greatest BYU <laughs> team ever, right? We what? already got that tweet. <laughs> Serious question here. Can a BYU team do something to overcome the 84 National Championship team ever? I don't think so. And the, I think it's like in stone, 84 National Championship is the greatest team that BYU ever produced in any sport. You're right because they won the National Sorry, Championship. Sorry, say it again. Public, I, I, I couldn't hear you. What did you say? I said you are right. Like there's no arguing that everybody's going to say, duh, 1984, BYU won the National Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mission here today I is – I you went on one already. 
to prove to people that the 83 team is way underrated. You have proven this. Thank you. And for this, Thank I shake you. your hand. Thank you, Spencer. You're welcome. Up, 1983, brother? that team finished seventh. They won 11 games in a row. They started the 25-game yeah. win streak. Like, yeah. that was – it was an epic run. Hashtag body unbelievable. I think they're – now, I will say this. Their body of work in terms of what they accomplished in a season, I feel like is better than 84. But that doesn't determine the greatest team. There's more Winning the national championship is better than there you go. ever. There you go. Also, we should play hashtag this. BYU Sports Nation says, hashtag this. All right, Jerem. We're feeling the Twitter mojo today. So it's a perfect day to play hashtag this. Number one. First, hashtag this. Yeah, boy, some bling. Oh, he's got a, whoa, look at that thing. Yeah, hashtag this. It's for for the second special. Yeah, boy. (laughs) Hashtag this. Jacob Brugman's weekend. Hashtag ballin'. He works four four years ago. He was on BYU TV, uh, you know, with the BYU baseball team. He's worked his way through the minors. He doesn't just go to the A's and kind of just show up. And he's not. He goes six for twelve in his last three games. He has a great catch. He has a sacrifice fly. He has a bunt single. By the way, the uh, the gumption to lay down. This was fantastic. So hashtag balling for Jacob Bregman. Hashtag started from the bottom. Now he's there. Thank you for changing that. Major leagues. Not just from BYU baseball up through every single one of the ranks in the A's organization to the major leagues, but from batting ninth to the top of the order. Like that, multiple levels right there. That's pretty good. Jacob Brugman, congratulations in a weekend (laughs) at the top. Really fun to watch him succeed at the major league level. It's been a while for a BYU baseball player. Number two. Well, not quite as cool as mine. Hashtag this. Kyle Van Oy's new bling. Uh, your bling is the 83 football team, and Kyle Van Oy's is the 84. Hashtag 283 diamonds because the Patriots were down 28 to 3. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Hashtag I'm not looking at the ring. I'm looking at that pink suit. Whoa. Brian Logan thinks that suit's amazing. Like, the ring is amazing, right? But, like, when I first saw the picture, I was like, oh, cool. Kyle Van Noy's in a pink suit with Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots. My oh, and they've name got their Kraft. Super Bowl rings. I'm not kidding. Like, the first thing I noticed was, oh, that's cool. Robert Kraft. <laughs> he has a Super Bowl ring, and you're like, and the he, pink suit. And he's got a pink suit on, and the Robert Flamingo. Kraft's wearing cobalt blue. Oh, cobalt blue is a great color. Like, that, that, uh-huh. that, not a joke. Why that was awards? the first thing I noticed. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Super Bowl rings, too. <laughs> There's a lot going on in that picture. <laughs> Number three. Do you guys think Calvin Oy calls him Bob? Yeah. Bob Kraft? Yeah, yeah Bobby. Bob. Hey, Bobby. Bob! If my, he wants to be fired, father, yeah. My father-in-law goes by the same name, Robert Kraft, but he doesn't have quite as much money. He's Dr. Robert He's Kraft. He's Dr. Robert Kraft. That's He's right. Dr. Robert Kraft. Yeah. All right. Number three. Hashtag this. Jamal Williams' new ride. Hashtag cobaltish blue as well. <laughs> this Jamal Williams got a, a what is it a Dodge Ram? Um, yes. This thing looks not, that's cobalt, baby. That hashtag cobalt blue. That's royal blue. That's royal cobalt blue. <laughs> what Pantone of blue is that? <laughs> I'm going with royal because it's Jamal and he played for BYU and you know he loves the royal. Hashtag truck guy. Jamal Williams. I, I don't see him as a truck guy. Is a okay. truck guy. He lives in Green Bay. He has a nickname for it, And too. he's driving 
a blue Dodge Ram truck. Yes, and he's given it a nickname, Sitha or Sitha. I'm not sure what the official is pronunciation Spanish is. Spanish for the Nino. It's C-I-T-H-A, so perhaps uh, at UCLA grad 90, Nicole Williams' mom can uh, confirm that. Or we maybe saw- Jamal will confirm it for us. We saw Nicole in Corona, by the way. She's doing well. She's great doing to great. see her there. Yeah. Hey, Jamal got a new truck. Really, it's exciting that he's in a position being paid to play football, and he got himself a new ride. Fantastic. Did he just get his license? I thought he turned did he turn 16 recently, or was yeah, it? Happy 16th how, birthday, how old Jamal. Is he again? <laughs> did he get his Eagle Scout first? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Number four. Hashtag this. Cougars repping the red, white, and blue. Cobalt. Hashtag next level. Because you have uh, Ashley Hatch scoring I was goal. so scared that you were going to do hashtag and then do goal and run around again. I was like, oh, no, I he's going to do, do it again. I cannot replicate those 26 magic seconds Did again. you really not take a breath? I really didn't. I promise. That's one of the most amazing things no, that have ever I did happened not, on this show. I'm dead serious. I did not take a breath. I, hashtag next level. Because BYU has men's volleyball guys. Casey Patterson and Beach as well. Three on Team USA. You have Ashley Hatch going. I think that's great. I love it. I knew you were full of hot air. That's amazing, though, dude. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, what? That was unbelievable. My mom's from Mexico. I was, uh, born, I was born to do that. Hashtag USA. It is so fun to watch BYU athletes compete at the highest level for yes, the national is. team. Is there anything better than watching the red, white, and blue? Say that as Bill Walton. Go. I remember watching Ashley Hatch score 17 goals for Team USA's under-23 team. <laughs> Unbelievable performance over Sweden. You said, is there anything better? So I'm like, oh, say it as Bill. It's because that's his thing. Like, it's always the best ever. Superlative. And, of yeah. course, we would be doing that because it's the greatest BYU team ever today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the superlative show. I warned you off the top of the show. Really, it's, it's really cool to watch Ashley Hatch. And then the three guys for Team USA Volleyball, not just be on the team, but but play well. Drive. Ben Patch has more kills than Taylor Sander, by the way, in the three matches over the weekend. 42 kills for Ben Patch, 41 for Taylor. Ben bringing it, man. Offensively, he is a weapon. Ben Patch, Ashley Hatch. Hey! Michael Hatch. Oh, yeah, there you go. Spatch. <laughs> Hashtag Ben Bag. What are we talking about this nonsense? Cat? Nice bling, Ben. Hey, for what it's worth, Ben, I think your bling's the best because it's 1983. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cougar Whip Round up next. Some more of your tweets. Power 5 logo. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Big thanks to today's guest, Blaine Fowler, even though he agreed with Jerem again. If you missed any of today's show. (laughs) Take away from Uh, his goodness. I'm kidding. It was a fun conversation today. It was. And it's, yeah, hard to argue against 84 National Championship football. Like, just, it's just fun to point greatest, out that there are some other nominees, right? Yeah, the GOTA, the greatest of all time team. There are some other nominees. If you miss any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play, including Jerem's 26 second goal moment earlier in the show. Because Ashley Hatch scored, man, and merited it. Coming up this week, loaded guest lineup. Hang with us. Jacob Brugman, newest Oakland A. Brock Hale, a Father's Day between the lines. Phil Steele, Mike Littlewood, and Tyler Haas. It is loaded. Hang out with us. And we got a loaded whip round. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around. Cougars in the Major Leagues. Feels great to hear that one. Jacob Brugman made his Major League debut Friday night, played four games over the weekend, went six for 16, two RBIs, including a fantastic catch in left field. 
Brugman went all the way from batting ninth in Game 1 to leading off in Game 4. Track and field. Shay Collinsworth finished fourth in the 800 at the NCAA Track and Field Championships, besting her 800 time by a half second from last year. Cougs had two other top ten finishes with Jacob Hesslington 10th in the steeplechase and Clayton Young 10th in the men's 5,000. Andrea Stapleton finished 16th in the women's high jump, clearing 5 feet 10 inches. Cougars in the draft. Eric Mika worked out for the Sacramento Kings for the second time over the weekend. He wore number seven in the workout, the same number that your boy Jimmer Fredette had. Also, uh, there's some soccer action. Yes. Soccer. Yes, there is. Ashley Hatch <laughs> playing for... USA's under-23 national team in Sweden scored a goal in the 18th minute. The U.S. up 2-0. BYU men's soccer, by the way, lost to the Colorado Rapids 1-0. Cougars in the minors. U23 team, that is. Colton Mahoney. Four innings pitch, five strikeouts in a run, and a uh, earned run and a win with the Greensboro Grasshoppers versus the West Virginia Power. Win Virginia! Michael Rucker started a game, four and two-thirds, two hits, one run, five strikeouts for the Myrtle Beach Pelicans on Friday and win versus the Carolina Mugget. Cougars in the PGA. Zach Blair finished tied for 52nd at one over par in the FedEx St. Jude Classic. Jerem? Golf. C.J. Lee wins the Provo Open at East Bay Golf Course, uh, shooting 600 par for the three-day event. Volleyball. Team USA played in the World League this past weekend, beating Italy and Russia three sets to none, losing to France three to one. Currently ranked number nine, Ben Patch earns play of the day on Friday against Italy. Taylor Sander had 25 points on 20 kills in a loss to France. Ben Patch had 16 points on 15 kills and one block. Cougars in the NFL. Kyle Van Oy, the Patriots, got a Super Bowl ring. Each ring uh, contained 283 diamonds, representing the 28-3 deficit New England face before coming back to win in over 10. <laughs> that's, a, that's an amazing troll job. Oh, it's one of the best ever. One of the best comeback, the best comeback cover in Super Bowl history. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health and media host DexterLaw.com. Who gets it? Jacob Brugman, A's at Marlins tonight, 5-10 or 7-10 Eastern time. Our Twitter question today, what is the greatest BYU team any sport ever? Our elite tweet of the day, at BYU underscore undefeated. Well, obviously that title goes to Jerem Jordan and Spencer Linton. That is not true, but thank you. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. So if Danny Ainge guarded Jimmer Fredette, really? you know, Kawhi Leonard couldn't guard Jimmer Fredette. Can Danny Ainge really hold down Okay, you get, you get one matchup, one. I get the other four. For Jeremiah Spencer, shout out, out to the control. 83 football team. Did he take a breath yet? <laughs> He's taking a breath. He snuck one.